just like to welcome everybody this morning. And we appreciate all the kids we have up here and a uh, good crowd we have and everybody making an effort to be here. And uh, we're just looking forward to having a great day. And a uh, little thought or scripture I had is uh, just uh, where he tells us just a few gather in his name, he'll be in the presence of us. And uh, we've gathered this morning and I'm confident he'll be in our presence. We can all do uh, humble our hearts and do what he asked of us. I'd love to see some people get saved this morning. People get where they need to be with him. We just look forward to having a great day in the Lord. And I'm going to ask Brother Sean to dismiss Sunday school. Terry, Terry quoted a scripture yesterday at the wedding ceremony. He said, this is a day that the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And he said that. He said then that had a twofold meaning. And uh, God made uh, all the days. And he, he, uh, he numbered our days according to the Bible. Now, we don't know the number. He didn't. That's that's in his business. He takes care of that. But our days are numbered. We just got a we just got a few days to get our work done down here. And uh, and God, I believe God's going to leave us here till we get our work done. That don't mean that don't mean now if I lay down on him and refuse to do it, he's going to leave me here. Now that's. That's a different story. There's a, there's a scripture back in the Bible somewhere that says, Thou fool, why would I die before thy time? So if, I believe sometimes we can shorten our days according to that scripture. Amen. And, uh, uh, and we, can, we can lengthen our days by being useful to the Lord. If, uh, and that, that's, what this, that's what this lesson's about today. 
uh, a necessary faith. And uh, faith, uh, in order to be saved by the grace of God, you have to have faith. It's absolutely essential. And that's right in the first verse of this lesson. Uh, said now, now faith, this is in Hebrews, the, first, the 11th chapter of the first verse. Now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, for by it the elders obtained a good report. And uh, that's two verses, but faith is a substance of things hoped for. It's, it's the essential piece to the whole thing. The Bible said without faith it's impossible to please God. For they that come to him must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And uh, so you, in, order, in order to be saved to begin with, you have to have faith. And none of us, absolutely none of us wasn't born with faith. Now, I was taught as far back as I can remember that Jesus come and died, died for us and that there was a God in heaven and so on and so forth. And I, I, I kind of believed that in my head. But now, and I told this before too, I remember when I was a, I don't know, a young teenager, me and some of my friends joking about going to hell. And it was, it was kind of a joke right then because God hadn't told me yet that I was going there. But the morning, the morning that God told me that I was on my way to hell, that I needed Him, it wasn't a joke anymore. It was real because when he, when he brought the gospel to me, He delivered to me, to my soul, the measure of faith. And uh, so he give us he give us what we needed, and I want everybody to understand this: when the gospel comes to somebody and God delivers to them the measure of faith, God has given them everything they need to get saved. It's up to them then, and you can you can stand like I. I thought I was going to stand there and hold on to the seat. I've told my story so many times people got it memorized. But if Edna, hadn't, Edna Mason hadn't come to me that Sunday morning, I'd have probably stood right there. And where would I be now? Might have already been in eternity. Who knows? Uh, but faith is a substance of things hoped for. Now, James said, show me your faith without your works, and I'll show you my faith by my works. And the Bible said we were created in Christ Jesus unto a good work, which he foreordained that we should walk in them. So, a lot of people try to put works down a little bit, say they don't, they don't matter, but works do matter. They're not going to get you saved but they might help your people get saved. We gotta, we gotta show. Uh, it's the evidence of things not seen. 
what's down in here, people can't see that. I can't open up in here and show them what Jesus done down in my soul. But I can keep this fellow here corralled. And that's my job. God didn't save this carcass. And I got to keep him under control. And uh, so, and God's give us a, a great big responsibility. The hardest job I got is keeping me in line. And uh, when, even when I get up here to try to teach Sunday school, if I ain't careful, Satan to come along and put something in my mind and, and my mind to go blank. And uh, he, he'll mess me up as much as he can. And he will you too. Pa Paul said, when I would do good, evil's present. You remember when in the first chapter, I believe, of the book of Job, it said there was a day when the sons of God came together to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan presented himself also. So this is a day that the sons of God and daughters, if you want to have it that way, come together to present ourselves before the Lord. And Satan's here, I'll guarantee it. If he didn't come with you, he did with me. And I ain't talking about I'm Gene either. <laughs> but <laughs> I, just had, I just had to throw that in. But anyway, Satan, 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 if you're trying to do something for God, Satan will stay right after you. He'll not leave you alone. And uh, so faith is a substance of things hoped for. If, if you've got a hope, faith is, faith is the substance of that. It's, it's, it's what it's made out of. If that's, I guess we could say it that way. But it's the evidence of things not seen. If, if you've got a faith in God and, and, and it shows up on you, you, you do your works like you're supposed to, let your faith show up, then people can understand maybe that you've got something down on the inside that they can't see. They can see the evidence of it. So we, uh, we got to live for God. Now, by it the elders obtained a good report. Now, you can read this 11th chapter of Hebrews and there's some real great men mentioned in there. Back in the Bible, they lived hundreds and thousands of years ago, and all of them, all of them, good people. But I thought when I read this lesson, for by it the elders obtained a good report. How many times do you hear me or when I'm teaching Sunday school, or Terry when he's preaching, or or somebody else? get up here and mention Elbert Smith or, or Jarvie Raines or Siegel Newport or, or some other, uh, Ennis Carroll or Judy. Uh, there's, there's a bunch of them, hundreds of people that went through this church and went on to heaven, and, and by their faith, they left a good report. The Bible said, Blessed are them that, that die in the Lord, and I may not quote this word for word, but Blessed are they that die in the Lord from henceforth, yea, saith the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors, and their works do follow them. All these fellows that you're reading about in here, 
We're still talking about their works today. The faith that they had in God. Same way with the people I just talked about that went through this church. And I could say the same thing about everybody that's sitting here. So by faith, without faith, it's impossible to please God. But we, we've got to come to Him believing that He is and that He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. So you've got to, you've got to seek Him seriously, diligently. And that, now, we use that mostly talking about people getting saved. But have you ever had a day, and I know you have, because we're all human. Have you ever had a day that you tried to pray and couldn't get a hold of nothing? Seemed like the Lord was a million miles away and you just couldn't get a hold of him for some reason. I've had a lot of them. Maybe it's my fault, but probably was my fault all the time. But you gotta, you gotta seek him with your whole heart. You've got to diligently seek Him. And not just sometimes, sometimes I'm bad. And I tell on myself all the time, but uh, I'm bad sometimes to try to pray. You get off somewhere and, and pray. Got something kind of bothering me a little bit. And I'll say a few words and, and don't seem like they get nowhere, so I just quit. And, and that's not diligence. In diligence, you stay right after it. And uh, so we, uh, if, if we're not diligent about it, our heart's not in it. So we need to. Uh, and and in, order, in order for us to obtain a good report, we've got to walk by faith. Like all those other people I've talked about and these people in this lesson today. And uh, Abraham believed God. That was in a lesson a couple weeks ago. And it was accounted to him for righteousness. And when God told him to get up and leave his country, he got up and went. And you can read about all these other men and... One thing, one thing you will find out if you if you if you get in this book, and you read about these fellows in the eleventh chapter of Hebrews, you will find out that none of them wasn't perfect. But most of the time, they followed God. Now, if if we use David for one, everybody knows the story of David. And uh, he committed adultery and had Bathsheba's husband killed. As far as we, the way we look at it, about as bad as you could get. But where, where would the story of David went if it hadn't been for the 51st chapter of the book of Psalms when he repented? And uh, a lot of people, and I was reading some of that this morning, a lot of people will try to tell you that they didn't have salvation back then. David said, Restore unto me the joys of thy salvation. And take not thy Holy Spirit from me. 
had the same spirit that we got, the same salvation, and got it the same way by trusting in Jesus, by faith. Now, I'm getting ahead of myself, I think. Uh, through faith, I'll, I'll, I'll read that next verse. Third, through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By the Word of God. In the first chapter of John, it said, In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. So God made through Jesus. Because you read on down the 14th verse in that chapter said, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So Jesus is the living Word, and by the Word of God the worlds are framed. And uh, so God made everything that, that we look at, and uh, even the things that, that we can't see, like I was talking about down in here. We can't see this salvation down in here, but Jesus made that. And uh, he died, and, and, and I said a minute ago that the people back before Jesus come got saved the same way we did. Uh, in, in the book of Zechariah, he said, there was a fountain opened in Jerusalem and part flowed to the former sea and part to the hinder sea. So what Jesus done at Calvary's cross went back to Adam and it come all the way down to the end, paid for everybody's sin if we'll come to it. And uh, But it's all by faith. So we under, the worlds were framed by faith. Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. And that's that's some of those works I was talking about. By faith, by faith he offered a more excellent sacrifice. But if you read if you read the story, and uh, God told God told Cain, said if thou if thou doest well, good. I I can't quote it, but he said if not, sin lieth at the door. So, Cain, you can't offer a sacrifice to God that's acceptable to Him if you've got sin in your life. We have, to, we have to come. The, David asked a question, said, who can ascend the hill of God? And then he answered it. He said, he that hath clean hands and a pure heart. So we can't, we can't approach God with dirty hands. We can go through the motions. I can, get up here on, I can get up here on this altar this morning and yell my lungs out. And if I got dirty hands, it ain't going through the ceiling. And that... Well, I'll say it this way. We, we say it that way a lot of time. But my God lives right here. And if I've got dirty hands, he'll not hear a prayer that I pray. Unless, I'm, unless I write out of my heart and praying for him to forgive me. 
And until I do that, until, until I get rid of the dirty hands, the sin out of my life, he's not going to have nothing to do with me. I'm out of fellowship. I don't care how many times I come to church, I can go through the motions, and uh, that's all it is, it's just motions. But we, by faith, and uh, the Bible told us to come ye out from among the world and be ye separate, saith the Lord. And uh, that's our job. He's, he saved my soul. And he sealed it. The Bible said till the day of redemption. Sin can't get in there. But Satan's been going to and fro in the earth all of my life. And that's this thing you're looking at. He's going to and fro in here seeking whom he may devour. Now he can't get my soul. But if he can, if he can cause me to mess my life up in front of somebody that's got confidence in me, then it, I, it could send them off into an eternal hell. I know I, I've told this before, but back when I was a teenager, hadn't been saved too long, uh, me, and, me and Oakley Webb, was uptown messing around, just walking around, and, and, and I'd done something I shouldn't have done. And, uh, and Oakley hadn't been saved at that time. And that worried me for years. It bothered me. Because I knew, I knew sure that I was standing right in his way. And... Uh, it went on for, I don't know, seven, eight years maybe. And uh, I was working. We had a revival over at Albert Street, and I was working at General Motors in Defiance, working nights. Couldn't come. Best revival I was ever in my life. And I was just got to be there one or two nights. And uh, But every night, every night I'd come home and ask my wife who got saved. And uh, and one night she said, Oakley Webb. <laughs> I still get a blessing every time I think about that because I thought I was standing in his way. And uh, so we got to be real careful how we operate in this life. The Bible said, be sure your sins will find you out. And what the Bible said that what's done in secret will be declared on the housetops. If I guarantee you, now I'll use Terry for an example, but if 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 he had sin in his life, I guarantee you it wouldn't take long for the whole church to know something was wrong. If he get up here and try to go through the motions preaching, everybody'd know it sooner or later. Once in a while, you can you have a little problem. You miss once in a while. Everybody does. Get things in their head and things don't operate right. But if if we know Terry and he most of the time he does a real good job. God God blesses him. 
But if, if, if he had sin in his life, the blessing wouldn't be there. And he'd just be going through the motions. And every one of us would know it sooner or later. Same way with all of us. If I've got a job to do or you've got a job to do, uh, if we ain't careful, we'd be like the children of Israel when they hung their harps on the willows. How can we sing the songs of Zion in a strange land? And I'm thankful. Here lately seem like there ain't been no strange land here. God's been blessing us beyond measure. And I'm thankful. I, I love it when God blesses the church. Anybody got anything? Abel offered a more excellent sacrifice and died for it. But the, the Bible said his blood still speaks from the ground. He's still, he's still bearing witness to the sacrifice. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. How many of us, how many of us can stand up and say, I pleased God? It, I'll tell you how to, I'll tell you how to let your life say you pleased God. When you humble your heart and move in the power of the Holy Spirit, God's Spirit lets people know that you're pleasing Him. That's how, that's how it's done. That's how it comes out. My words, I could, I could get up and tell you how good I was all day. And most of it would probably be a lie. But if God tells you, if God tells you I got something down in here that's real, then you'll know that. His witness, His Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And uh, if, if you move in the Spirit and I'm where I ought to be, I'll witness that. And I'll witness that you belong to God. So Enoch walked with God. Now here's that verse I was quoting a while ago. But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So we got to diligently right out of our heart. By faith Noah being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. Now, he, he was, Bible said he was warned of things that hadn't yet, hadn't yet happened. And that's, that's what happened to me when the gospel come to me. God warned me of things that hadn't yet happened. Now, he told me I was lost. That had already happened. But he told me I was, I was on my way to hell. That hadn't happened yet. Couldn't see that with these eyes. 
But down in here, I could see that. And when Flavus Ash was preaching, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God, I could see that down in here. The measure of faith. And I believed that, and that changed my life forever. It wasn't just, wasn't just a change for a day or two. There was, a, there was a kid on the altar the same day I was. He's probably about my age. I, I, I don't know for sure, but he got, he got up and said he got saved. And if I've ever seen him since then, I don't know it. And that, uh, that makes me wonder. Because I, I got saved on Sunday morning, and I couldn't wait till Sunday night to get back. And I was that way for a long time. And I'm still that way when my heart's where it's supposed to be. I don't like it. I don't like it when I dread getting up and coming to ch- getting ready to come to church. That happens sometimes too. But uh, I, lo- I love it when can't hardly wait to get here, and that's the way it's been lately. Anybody got anything? But Noah, being warned to God, built the ark. And Noah was a preacher, called a preacher of righteousness. And I, I was reading a commentary on that. And to, to a certain extent, it makes, it makes some sense. He said, this guy, which I think he's all messed up on that, but he said, Noah might not have been preaching out on a street corner or something. Well, I don't know where he was preaching, but he, if he was a preacher of righteousness, he preached. But he, what he was saying was that his life was bearing witness to what he believed. And it was. And if you're, preach, if you're preaching or teaching or singing or in the choir or, or walking around in the handshake when we have one, if your life don't back up what you're saying, you ain't right. Or I ain't right. So my life, my life ought to back up what, what and who I say I am. If I say I've been saved by the grace of God, my life ought to back that up the way that I live. And I was thinking this morning, and I've told this before too, but I was working down down at Crown Equipment and uh, there was a fellow who was going to retire I think or had a different job or something I don't remember what the situation was but he come around one night one Friday one Friday night and said uh, he, he was going to buy drinks up at the bar and he said now I know you don't drink but said I'll buy you a Pepsi and I said, no, that, that just ain't the place for me. But uh, I'm glad that he knew that before he even asked me. And I don't know if, I ever, if I'd ever talked to the man before, other than maybe about work or something. And uh, so he, he learned something somewhere. And, 
And that's, that's what I'm talking about. Prove, prove to people that you are what you say you are. That's what these people have done. God told Abraham to get up and go out of his country. He, he didn't hee-haw around and do like I do. If A lot of times God wants me to do something, and I, I say, Lord, I can't do that. Somebody else do it better than me. Uh, and I'll wait around, and pretty soon it's gone. If I'm not careful, I've had that happen. So, uh, most of the time, the people that are outstanding Christians in, in our sight, the way we look at it, are the ones that follow the Lord when He, when he asks them to most of the time. I know once in a while we all get, have bad days, but by faith Abraham, when he was called to go, go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out not knowing whether he went. You remember when you got saved? I know everybody does. When God called you, you was going, you was going to a strange place. Actually, for, as far as this fellow is concerned, we didn't, know, we didn't know what we was getting into, for sure. I mean, we'd heard people talk. But when you step out and come to God, you don't really understand much about it. You just know that's what God wants you to do. But he's, he's inviting you to come to a better place. He wanted Abraham to go to a better place. But Abraham didn't know that for certain. He didn't know. He, he left his country not knowing where he was going. God was leading him. And the same way with the children of Israel when they come out when they come out of Egypt, they didn't know where they was going. They knew they was going to the promised land, but they didn't know much about it. None of them had never been there. They'd been down in Egypt for four hundred and some years, so all the people that had come out of there when they went into bondage, them people was all dead. So maybe they'd heard about Canaan, but they didn't know they didn't know much about it. But they come out by faith. God sent Moses to deliver them. They come out by faith. But then their faith, if a lot of them, a whole bunch of them, their faith kind of withered. Things got a little rough. When the going got rough, uh they just about quit. They said, "We're gonna, we're gonna get us another leader, and we're going back to Egypt." That's my words, but they, they said that probably more than once. How many times you ever think about just quitting? I've had the devil. I don't know how you are, I, but I've had the devil. I couldn't, I couldn't number the times. Come along, get in here, say, they ain't a thing to that. You might as well quit. You ain't doing no good anyway. And uh, then I uh, go to the, go to the, come to the house of the Lord or go, or, or go get on my knees somewhere 
talk to God and the Spirit move in my life and I know it's real. Problem with this thing up here, it's not saved. And Satan put all kinds of stuff in there. But he ain't never put it down in here that I wasn't saved. He can't even get his thoughts in there. And uh, so we're, we're kept by the power of God. And God never has lost a one. Never will. We're sealed. The Bible said we were sealed by the Holy Spirit of promise till the day of redemption. And uh, that's the redemption of the body now I'm talking about. My soul was redeemed the day I got saved and sealed. But when this, when this carcass goes down in the grave, I guarantee you, I got to guarantee you that one of these days I'm coming out of there. Now, I may not look just exactly like this. I don't know. It does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He is. We're coming out in the likeness of Christ to go home to be with the Lord forever. And I guarantee you, I'll be there. I don't have to guarantee that, though Jesus done that. So by faith, Abraham, he obeyed God. It was accounted to him for righteousness. That Sunday morning I come to Jesus, I obeyed God, and he put his righteousness down on the inside. And I, there's nothing righteous about this thing you look at. But what God put down in here has got Jesus' righteousness in there. And you can't fault that. You might find all kinds of faults with this fellow. But you can't fault what's down in here. These all died in faith. Now, I want you to listen carefully to this. I hope I got time to get through it. These all died in faith, having not yet received the promise, or not having received the promise, but having seen them afar off and were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims in the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. Now, these all died in faith not having received the promises. That don't mean they didn't receive salvation. Gee, that means Jesus hadn't died on the cross yet. They hadn't seen that happen. They couldn't say Jesus has died on the cross. But now, you read the, you read the Old Testament. All of it. And if you can't find Jesus in every book back there, you missed a point. There's one scripture back there that said, where'd you, get the, where'd you get them nail prints in your hands and your feet? He said, There's, these I received in the house of my friends. That's way back in the Old Testament. And the 53rd chapter of the book of Isaiah will tell you about the death, burial, and the resurrection. It's all through there. And uh, so they hadn't, they hadn't seen Christ. Christ hadn't come and died yet. But that didn't, that, it wasn't, didn't, wasn't any less effective. I hope you understand it. It wasn't any less effective before then than it was after that. 
It, the blood of Jesus cleanseth from all sin. That's A-L-L. That's from Adam all the way to the end. And if, if people don't get it, if you don't get saved by the grace of God through the blood of Jesus, you ain't going. That's just as simple as I can make it. And uh, so if we could use these fellas here talking, talking about how these great men, if they didn't get saved by the grace of God through the blood of Jesus, they ain't going. The Bible says they are, though. So they got saved. They got saved by the grace of God. So they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And we we are all, I remember, I, I was 15 years old when I got saved, and I don't remember how much after this that was, but uh, I was still going to school at Lima Senior. And uh, I was sitting. I was sitting in class one day, looking out. I looked out the window, and I was wondering in my mind, "Is this the day the Lord's going to come and get me?" And uh, we've been looking for a, been looking for that country ever since. And we'll look for it till the day I was talking about a while ago, when we get up out of the ground and go home to be with the Lord. I I wonder. Uh, I, I get to thinking about it sometimes. We've got a we've got a grave lot down in Fairmont Cemetery, and most of you knows where that's at. A lot of people here got them too, and and we've got a lot of people buried in that cemetery. A lot of great people. And I, I've thought a lot of times how how great a shout will be when the, when we get up out of the ground, and, and that, uh, it'll be a bunch of people from this church going to get up right there together, and uh, but all of God's people, every every last one of God's people, are going in together. There's a lot of things I don't understand. I don't understand about heaven right now and what's going on and everything. But one of these days I'll be there and, and we'll everyone understand it. And we can enjoy heaven. And, and I enjoy heaven right now. When God lets heaven move down in here, I've got heaven in my soul. We can sit in heavenly places and I'm... I'm sure looking forward to that this morning. I'd like to see I'd like to see a whole bunch of people get saved. Yeah. There's some people here that I've been praying for, yeah. and I'd I'd sure love for the Lord to get a hold of them today. Because yeah. we might not have tomorrow, and if we do have tomorrow, they might be gone. I remember one night over on Albert Street. Probably on a Saturday night, I'm not sure. But there was a young man there that God really worked with. And he left church that night. He didn't he didn't move. He had a car wreck on the way home and got killed. 
That's a sad story. Don't know if he ever got saved or not. But our people need to be ready. The Bible said, Be ye therefore ready, for in such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. Our time's coming. But now they desire a better country, that is, an heavenly. Wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a city. And that's our hope. And we have that hope because of the faith that God give us. And uh, because we exercised it. We used it when he gave it to us. And uh, I hope somebody can do that today. That's all I got.